Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Lifehouse Church Spiritual Warfare Podcast. My name is Ben Hobson, and I'm here with David Thomas, who is our senior minister. Say hello. Hey, everybody. How are you all going? Yeah, we can't actually hear them reply, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we're going to start talking about today, we're going to further what we were talking about last week about offensive and defensive strategy in warfare. And what we're going to talk about today are the five constant factors, five main principles of Sun Tzu. Um, And I'm actually going to read straight from The Art of War here. Um, It says, The art of war is governed by five constant factors to be taken into account in one's deliberations when seeking to determine the conditions obtaining in the field. And these are, and I'm going to just briefly talk about them now. One, the moral law. Two, heaven. Three, earth. Four, the commander. And five, method and discipline. Um, we're probably going to try and focus focus today on the, we'll see how we go, but probably going to try and focus on the moral law today. So, Dave, do you just want to talk a bit about the moral law and explain what that is? Yeah, sure. Um, just before I explain about what moral law is, what I want to say is that we're talking about principles here. Uh, you know, principles in operation or our beliefs in operation or values that we are using and we're going to take into this battle that we, we we fight on a daily basis. Last week I spoke to you about the ambush battle, the campaign, yeah. and the war that we're in. And so what we're going to be looking at here is more into the area of campaign. It's more into the area of when we actually go and go on the offensive, on according the offensive. to Isaiah 61, where we are commissioned to go and um, minister to the meek, um, Bind up the broken heart. Yeah. yeah, thanks, etc. <laughs> and then uh, Matthew 28, where we are commanded to go and make disciples of yeah. the world. Yep, cool. So, in order for us to go out and aggressively pursue people in the world, if we take these principles of Sun Tzu and we look at them and investigate them, it sort of clarifies our operation in what we're going to do. So, we're going to go into it deliberately, not just yeah. Haphazardly. Yeah. So, so you're taking you you're you know focusing and you're looking at the entire field and saying, okay, this is what this campaign will be like yeah. before you set out. Yeah. Like you're not going to get in there and start sort of you know swinging your arms around like yeah. crazy. Yeah. Cool. So, <clears throat> the first one is called moral law. Now, what this means is that everybody has the same core code that they operate by, and according to the definition here. It causes people to be in complete accord with their ruler so that they will follow him regardless of their lives undismayed by any danger. Hmm. Let me just briefly go through the others and then we'll come back to moral yeah, The second on. one is heaven and um, or, or weather. So that means the season. When when do you go out yeah. and fight? The next one is earth, which basically looks at distances and ground. And we'll, 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 we'll look at a bit of ground later on in a couple of podcast time, but this is also very significant, the ground or the situation that you find yourself in. Yeah, yeah. The next one is the commander. The commander stands for the values of, of virtues of wisdom, sincerity, benevolence, courage, strictness. Now, our commander is Jesus Christ. Yeah. We also, we also are, are, are in a church where we've got pastors, elders, deacons, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. We've got small group leaders. You know, we need to be aware of, of, of what these men and women stand for. Yep. And then finally is method and discipline. Now, this is the important one, one of the important ones. <laughs> they, they all sound important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, is, this is, do you, 
in my words, do you have enough juice in your tank to do the war? <laughs> okay. Um, Jesus says, before you go out and do anything, count the cost. And method and discipline, according to Sun Tzu, is, is, is marshalling of the army and its proper subdivisions, the ranks of officers, the maintenance of roads, supplies that reach the army, yeah. and the control of military expenditure. And, um, and, and so when we go out into battle, we need to be very, very aware of, of do I have enough in me in this campaign to go out and, and, and reach this person yeah. and not just touch this person, but actually disciple the person. Because so often we go out and we touch people's lives, but we don't disciple them and yeah. then we leave them on the wayside and they're worse off when we, than when we started. And that's why altar calls can be so ineffective. You get like 100 people up and 95 of them the next week won't show up because they don't get that engaged relationship with the elders and them. That's it. Getting people to make them disciples, like you yeah. were saying. Sounds really good, Dave. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks, son. <laughs> <laughs> Good old son, too. Um, and this method and discipline, like what you're saying, like do I have enough to get there? That's also employing the use of resting and restoration properly, right? Which is something I like really yeah. find difficult. <laughs> so maybe we'll talk about that in a few podcasts. Time yeah, or... yeah. The thing I always tell you about that is, is, is your Christian journey is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. And, and I've got to get you young guys to... Pace yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So you're the elder here. You're the commander here in this situation. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm under the commander. I'm under you're Jesus under, Christ. You're under a commander, but you're also a commander for us as well. Representing Christ. No, I'm wrong. No, no, no. no. Okay. I try to be. Okay. You're a good one. Um, so moral law, Dave. Let's, moral let's, law. let's get some laser focus on the moral law. Just expand on the moral law for us. Okay. Um, <clears throat> You expand the right word? Yeah, 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 it's the right word. <laughs> why, why are you doing this? That's the question. Why are you doing this? You know, and, and, and um, this has to permeate the whole church. You, there, there needs to be one cause. What, what is your cause? What are you fighting for? What, what is making you so passionate? Mm. that will make you go back into the world over and over and over again to try and reach people and get them delivered, get them out of bondages, get them out of addictions, get them out of prisons they've placed themselves in. And, and, and what, what is it that motivates you to continually go out and do that? Mm. <clears throat> this is what Sun Tzu effectively is trying to say. Um, you can have a small army and it can defeat a, big, a large army because it has moral law on its side. Um, in, in, in terms of the secular environment, you can probably talk about humaneness and justice. Yep. Um, what moral law do we have to go out into the world and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, to make a disciple? In other words, take someone from where he is and bring him to Jesus and then train him in everything Jesus has trained us in. Yeah. What right do we have to do that? Yeah. Because the world tells us we shouldn't proselyte or we proselyze or I think I've got that word wrong. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> but the world tells us we can't do that. Yeah, Bible thumping. We can't go and do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the world tells us if we go to specific countries where there's other religions, we are banned from doing that. Yeah, we have to sit on our hands. Exactly. So what right do we have to go in and do this? And do we believe, do we all believe 
that this is our moral law. Yeah, yeah. And so that's really important in establishing the army of, of your church. Like yeah. you don't want to have half of them in one direction, half of them sort of arming and airing. Like you want to all be in accord and agreement. Is that sort of what? That is it. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. really important. I mean, <clears throat> it might be sacrilegious for me to say this, but if when we come to talk about our commander, when we come and talk about the commander of the host of heaven, Jesus Christ himself, um, and we, we, we link moral law to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ essentially is the originator of our moral law. Now, are, are we in sync with that, yeah. with, that, with that moral law that he is promoting? If we are in sync with what he is saying, then we can apply certain scriptures. Certain scriptures become a little bit more real for us where it says, do not love your life. Hmm. You know, if you want to save your life, give it up. Yep. Then you'll save your life. You know, when we come to bad times, the Lord says, don't worry about your life at that point in time. No matter what happens to you, you are not going to lose your life. You'll be gaining more life. Mm. I've been reading a little bit about that at the back end of, of, of the book of Luke when it talks about the end times. Yeah. So what is it that's going to cause you not to give up? What is it that's going to cause you to basically hold the line when things get bad? What is it that's going to cause you to, to make your stand mm. when everyone and everything around you is against you and you're taking a hammering yeah. for what you're doing? Yeah, so well, say, for example, like you, you go into university. Yeah. And you dare make a stand as a as as let me use these let me use these very unpolitically correct words. Yeah. Conservative Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. How dare I stand up and How be dare, a conservative yeah. Christian? I know. <laughs> it happened. It happened one time in class. I was talking about respecting people's beliefs and like actually, you know, respecting people and I got up and sort of said, Now I'm I, I talked about Jesus Christ and like how he did all that and someone in the in the room started to talk about how like he's just a myth and all this sort of stuff and all everyone's sort of like I mean and I'm like yeah 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 and, and I just said you know I'm I'm sitting up here telling you what I believe and you're just sitting there completely disrespecting what I believe and telling me I'm stupid like it felt really good to say that by the way because <laughs> <laughs> the point I was making was you know like I listen to you you should listen to me like I don't know that's just me yeah, well, you, 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 what will happen is you're going to begin to realize, people will begin to realize that essentially the message of the cross of Jesus Christ is the most offensive message. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You, you can tell this podcast is pretty good. We're getting a phone call. Do you know who it was? No, I just... You should have answered it and like <laughs> talking live about spiritual warfare podcast. <laughs> What was I talking about? You were talking about I was conservative Christians. Oh, the, the most offensive message. Yeah, that's what he says. He came to bring a sword. Yeah, yeah. Right. And and so when when you take this message out, there will be opposition. There will be opposition. You are going to face that. So so taking this message out and thinking you're going to be treated fairly out there is not going to happen. So Jesus says yeah. to his disciples in Luke chapter ten verse three, go. Now, he's, he's talking about the, the 72 that he sends out. He says, go, I'm sending you out like lambs among uh, among the wolves. I love that. Yeah. I love that. 
But these lambs come back to him and say, man, <laughs> demons were flying around when we <laughs> when we came out. Then Jesus had to say, to him, okay, boys, you know, yeah. it's good that that happened because I did see Satan fall like he- lightning from heaven. But rejoice that your names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So there's that intimate relationship, humbling yourself before the Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. So what is it? What is it in you that links you with Jesus Christ, the moral law, yep. that will keep you going out? And keep you discipling no matter what you face. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, and like it's so easy for us as Christians to just be slowly sort of just, you know, that whole, just that wear, that wear down. And eventually you'll just be sitting at the back of church for 10 years, just completely on your hands without actually going out and deciding because you've just been worn and worn and you don't have a good understanding of the moral law. And I, I can see that. I'm a young Christian. I can see that in my life, you know. I can see that just slowly start to happen even after a week. You know, even during the week after church, you'll end up sort of sitting on the couch watching TV and being like, you know, well, I just don't have the energy to get up and go and talk to my friend about Christ. And like, I think it's a really important topic to discuss. Well, uh, another thing just to add, add to to the weariness that one feels is we, we need to gain an understanding of the three different arenas of battle that we are in simultaneously that I, I spoke about it in the last podcast it's the ambush battle mm. it's the campaign and it's the war now we are in a war but we're not fighting all the time yeah. and we need to be very very conscious of that uh, we're in a war we need to be we need to be ready we need to be constantly trained we need to be constantly alert we need to be constantly aware that the enemy will try and ambush us so we need to be aware of those ambushes we need to be trained to to defend ourselves during those ambushes and if those ambushes go into a campaign we need to go on on, on, on into a campaign Be ready to go up defensively yeah. two to two weeks to a couple of months into a campaign to deal with an issue or if we're going to go into the world to reach someone another campaign Isaiah 61 Matthew 28 campaign a couple of months and during this whole period of time we need to understand that we are still physical beings mm. in a world that there are systems in this world that they will tire us out. Um, our bodies will get tired. And so we need to be able to pace ourselves in this. Now, in, Pacing yourself, yeah, that's huge, isn't it? It, it, yeah. it, it, it? it is a discipline. Yeah. I mean, why do you think the Lord talks about, now we're going to go back into a subject you want to deal with, rest all the time. Mm. The Sabbath rest, the the seven day, once every seven day cycle rest, you know, yeah. and, and, and just taking a time out and refreshing your batteries. Why is that? Yeah, we need it, you know. And so, in in when we're doing warfare, we need to understand that there are periods of intense battle, but then there are periods of rest and recuperation, mm. and we need to understand the difference. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's huge. Like, and it's important to understand that. Like there's two sort of extremes almost where it's like you're always sort of not engaged in the war. But then sometimes when people figure out about this war, hear about it, they're just engaged all the time. And it's really like this this middle ground where like, you know, if you're engaged in the war all the time, sometimes you feel bad for resting. Mm. Like I love to watch movies. I love to watch TV shows. But, you know, you get that, you know, that prod like, oh, should I be sitting here and just enjoying myself? Like... Well, with some of the movies that you watch, I'd be very guilty because they're useless movies. <laughs> you should watch the movies I watch, and you won't feel guilty. Yeah, yeah, like Stargate. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not yeah. watching Stargate. Dave. <laughs> I have I attempted Stargate, and my just, man Tilk. Yeah, 
You from loved Chulak. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just that show, man. I just. <laughs> Excuse me, I have a bit of a cold. And what, actually, I was actually going to ask you about this because I was, I was in prayer with the Lord about what questions I should prepare to have for you for a podcast. And just off topic, but like, what is your favorite sci-fi movie? Because we know your favorite movie is 300. But I was wondering what your favorite sci-fi movie is because you're a big sci-fi Any one of the Stargate movies. Stargate. Stargate. Seriously? Stargate. No, Star Wars, man. <laughs> Star Wars is way better than Stargate. Oh, no ways. No yeah, ways. yeah, no, it's just, it's like a fact. No, Stargate, you got tilting. You got, you got everything in Stargate. Anyway, I'm sure the viewers love hearing about Dave Stargate. Seriously, you should see underneath his TV is just Stargate box sets, and this he's a real fan. What are we talking about? I can't remember. Moral law. Moral law, and resting. 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 Yeah. It is. It is very, very important to pace yourself. Um, you. You not. You don't fight all the time. Hmm. But when you do fight, you fight effectively. Yep. Uh, for example, if we, if, we go, if we go a little bit into Sun Tzu, um, he says there are, we understand these factors, these five constant factors for battle. So before you go out on a campaign, Isaiah 61, Matthew 28 campaign, you need to take into account these five factors. And in the, in the next four podcasts, we'll deal with the other, the other, other four. four yep. But the... Also, there are a couple of essential things in terms of battle uh, that you need to understand if you want to win all the time. And which one of we them, do. Yeah, which we do. <laughs> we always want to win. Yeah. And the first one is, this, this also comes from Sun Tzu. Now, I'll be bringing a couple of other different authors in. We'll discuss them later on. But we just use Sun Tzu as a basis here. Um, <clears throat> he says he will win who knows when to fight and when not to fight. As simple as that is, that is yeah, profound. It's huge. What I find is a lot of a lot of young Christians, when they you, you get two reactions with spiritual warfare. If the person doesn't know spiritual warfare and you begin introducing them to the subject of spiritual warfare, they swing off to one side and then everything becomes war. Yeah. And they become they they, 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 they fight shadows. They run into the they run there and they're fighting everything. They're fighting their own shadow. They're shadow boxing. Yeah. And the enemy will allow that to take place. And he will keep them and encourage them doing that. And they will exhaust themselves. Yeah, just, yeah, grow completely weary. Yeah. And so what you got to do is you got to try and bring this person back into the center and say, okay, you need to understand. Be aware of the ambush. Be aware of the campaign. And be aware of the war. Mm -hmm. And know where you stand. So know when to fight and know when not to not fight. Not to fight. Um, no, 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 no. The battles. No, no. What you know? Th th there are some battles that you will know if you engage them, you're not going to win. You're not yeah. going to win the battle. So don't go and fight that battle. Yeah. Okay. That, that that's incredibly important. You know, God gave us a brain, and we need to start exercising it. Know the Word of God and start using the principles in the Word of God into our daily life, so that we can become more and more effective. Were you just pointing to, you were pointing to where Jesus was saying, like, if you go up and knock on the door and then they answer and they won't hear you or something, they won't invite you in in peace, just leave. Don't, yeah, don't it's the stay same. there. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's, it's the instructions he gives to those disciples when, when they go to war. Uh, for example, I, I think I hinted at it in one of the podcasts. I'm not sure, or, but I've spoken about it, that, that I've been doing a study in Proverbs. Yes. Just, just messing around in Proverbs, reading it here and there. Wisdom and folly. Just in chapter one, I mean, if we if we had to go into chapter one and just and just list the different people in chapter one, 
and one or two in chapter two. It's like in chapter one, we've got positive role models, a father, a mother, wisdom and discretion. In chapter two, we've got uh, in chapter one. Also, we've got negative role models, a fool, sinner, a simpleton, a mocker, an adulterous woman and a wicked person. Now, what I want to do is, is go back and really study what the writer of Proverbs actually what 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 information he gives to you in how to deal with a specific person yeah you know like like he'll talk about uh, a, a, an enticer don't touch an enticer he'll talk about a, a, a later on he'll talk about a, a, a violent man he'll say if you if you if you're going to correct a violent man you're going to get a violent response <laughs> yeah. wow yeah you know wow so if I'm going to go and if I as a, as a pastor have to go in and correct a railer in the church, a railer is someone that just fights for the sake of fighting mm -hmm. and fighting anybody and anything and everything. I know that when I go in and tackle that person, I am going to be fought against. I yeah. know that, and yeah. so I prepare for that. Yep, and I'm able to to go into that campaign with that understanding. And so it's, so going back to these things, there's knowing when to fight and when not to fight. Um, knowing how to handle superior and inferior forces. All of this leads you to the saying, know your enemy, know yourself. Yeah, which we talked about last week, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other one, the third one is, um, you win if your army is animated by the same spirit. That goes back to moral law. Moral law, yep. Yeah. You know, what is it that's running through your church? Uh, if you prepare yourself and you wait and attack your enemy when he is unprepared you're going to win this is going to when we when we speak about the path and the ground this is what we're going to be talking about when you go on a campaign it's your campaign you begin it mm. you start it you keep it on your terms you keep it on your battleground you keep control of the campaign because you will win the minute you let the the enemy control you're going to lose I yeah mean, you know it's it's and then the last one is he will win who has military capacity and is not interfered with by the sovereign. So <clears throat> when you're getting into these campaigns, you know, you, you're going to get a lot of advice. Now, yeah. now Proverbs says <laughs> a lot of uh, having advice is good, but make sure it's from people that operate in wisdom. You know, because you're going to get a lot of advice. Yeah. Everyone is going to want to say something to you and, and give you some piece of advice. And not every piece of advice is good advice. So no. you need to be very careful of who inputs into your life. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, maybe talk about, you know, the moral law. And you keep saying, you know, define where your church gets its strength. To, you know, where what spirit is running through your church. Where you're all headed. Like, just sort of talk about maybe what you think and like what, what our church is doing and what our, what spirit permeates our church in that regard, if you're able. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus Christ and him crucified is the, is the core, is the center of our church. Je Jesus Christ is the center of our church. And, and, and that is as, as the senior minister of our church, I try and, make that not only a, a nice sounding sentence that we can put on our, our, our stationery, but I try to make that central, a central theme mm. in the life, in the decision-making processes, everything. It, it, it needs to permeate everything in our church. Now, his message 
needs to permeate our church. So we need to we need to develop intimate relationship with him. It needs to be a two-way street. So we need to know him mm. and he needs to know us. And 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 from from that knowledge, from that knowing, from that intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, we 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 will all need to get onto the same page with what God is saying to our church. Yeah. And 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 so as as we as a church begin to hear God individually and we communicate this with each other, we start to understand what God is saying to us corporately. So what is God saying to us? What is, what, what is the flavor of Lifehouse Church? Mm. And, and you've seen the flavor as you've come into the church start to develop, and now it's going to be culminating in us producing uh, the big five. You know, If you come to Lifehouse Church, this is what we're going to teach you. The big five, yep. intimacy with the Lord, living from your heart, know your calling and walk in your calling, know your place in time and spiritual warfare. And, and if you want to get anything else, we will show you different churches around us where you can yeah. go and get that fellowship. Yeah. But if you come to life us, it's about discipleship. It's about getting to know Jesus and Jesus getting to know you and you walking in the calling that the Lord Jesus Christ has given you. Yeah. And this is what we're going to, this is the type of moral law that we're developing. And, uh, yeah, getting everyone to know about it. So that's what's happening at LifeHouse. And I like, like, it's sort of, you're talking about, you know, not just individual calling, not just individual operating in their calling, but as a church body, as like our church, figuring out the calling of the church corporately, which is really important as well, hey? Like, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, well, 25 minutes. Check it out. <laughs> I think we're done. All right. Well, next week we'll be talking about number two, which is heaven. Heaven. Yeah. Seasons. Seasons. That's what we were talking about next week. Thanks very much, guys, for tuning in. And yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Just remember to check out our website, which is http colon slash slash www.life-house.net. Um, you'll find ways to contact us there. Feel free to talk to us and send us an email about anything you'd like to hear about from Lifehouse. But yeah, I guess we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Have a great time. Have a good week. Yeah. See you later.